Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox and I am here and with Terry Sayre and we are talking step number nine, intuition. And our focus tonight is satisfaction increases. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. <laughs> I am glad to hear it. Uh, we are... Terry and I are in Arizona tonight. We are um, hanging out and visiting with my grandma for um, the last three days. Lots of fun. And then we are going on to support uh, the Fearless Conversation Workshop and then the Fearless uh, Living Coach Sorry, I'm like going over my words today. The Fearless Living um, Institute Coach Retreat. And with us at the retreat is going to be our guest coach tonight, Sylvia McIntosh. How are you doing, Sylvia? I am doing wonderfully. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for having me back on the show. It's good to be with you and Terry both. Yes, we are excited to have you. We love having you on the show. We appreciate all the support that you give us by coming on on a regular basis. So thank you so much. Thank you. Especially since it's so late where you are. So we really do appreciate you staying up late for us. (laughs) You're welcome. So we've been talking about intuition this month as it is step number nine. And so Terry and I have shared our views on intuition. So before we go into satisfaction increases, how about you give us a little um, intro into what your feelings are about uh, intuition, how you access your intuition, your favorite tool, anything like that. Sylvia. I'm not sure I have a tool or anything where I can regularly recognize intuition. Most of the time, I still think I'm to the point where I recognize it after the fact, not necessarily before. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. I know it's a little voice that seems to come up and say, hey, do this. And it won't necessarily Mm -hmm. make sense or seem to fit what I think should be going on or Sometimes it even seems to be unrelated to everything else that's going on, but it's that little voice that says, hey, do this. And one of the ways when I start to get confused about what I should do and so that I know I am not listening to intuition is because the other thing my intuition does is it just says it. It doesn't give reasons and it doesn't explain what the outcome will be. So I know when there's a Mm -hmm. debate raging in my head, well, should I do this or should I do that? Well, maybe it's this. Then I know I'm definitely not in intuition. Fear is what debates in in my head. Intuition Mm -hmm. just makes a statement and moves on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And how do you, you, um, like, is it a willingness or is there something that you do or say to yourself to do those little things that, that it tells you to do? 
not sure. I recently, in trying to learn to be more aware and trusted, because for so many years I was told I was wrong, you know, just Mm -hmm. if you can't give me a reason, then you don't know what you're talking about. It's kind of the response that I was given growing up when I would ask about things or I'd make a comment about someone I had just met and have some sort of feeling about, wow, they seem really nice, or I don't know if I trust that person. And I was being told I was being judgmental and, and making snap decisions or making up stories, and I shouldn't do that. So I've spent a lot of years shutting down the intuition and trying to wait mm-hmm. until I have solid facts. Recently, well, yesterday I was out and... On Saturday, I had been shopping trying to find a pair of gray pants, and the store I went to didn't have any that fit. And yesterday, I was out somewhere else near another branch of that store, and it wasn't on my list of things to do today, but the voice kind of came and said, just run on over there since you're here. And I started to say, no, it's not on my list. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to see if this is intuition, and let's go on in because it won't take that long to find out if they have gray pants that fit or not. And they did. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. Yeah, it's just learning to notice the voice. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes yeah, I, I think, do, sometimes I don't. Yeah, I think that's so true. I know that um, I, that happened to me too. Um, not even when I was young, but even, you know, um, in different relationships, you know, now there's there's people that, you know, oh, that's not true, and then you find out later it was, right? And it's it's <laughs> being able to being able to trust um, trust that it's your intuition warning you or telling you or um, guiding you, right? And and yeah. not letting outside forces um, teach you to not listen to it, right? I totally get that. And I think that's, that's kind of been my process, too, of, um, you know, just acting on it anyways, just acting on it anyways. And usually I get prompted to, like, compliment people. And I always get nervous when I get this prompting because I don't know how the person's going to react to the compliment. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and stuff. And so lately I've just, I've just been doing it anyways. And if they don't like the compliment or if I'm afraid they're judging me or, or something because I'm, I'm saying something to them, you know, that's, that's their issue, not mine. I'm just doing what I'm prompted to say, right? And most mm-hmm. of the time, yeah. people, people are so grateful that I noticed something, that I complimented something, that I saw them, and that, um, that I was willing to speak to the fact that I saw them. And I think that that is really powerful. And I think that that's really something that I need. And, and so I, I wonder if that's why those are things that I constantly get prompted to, to say, you know, I, because that is a need that I have is to be seen. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. by seeing other people, it's like I'm increasing the amount of people that are seeing me. And their willingness yes. to tell me, their willingness to share with me when they see me as well. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I love that. And 
So do you feel that as you listen to those promptings, like getting your gray pants, your gray pants today, um, did your satisfaction increase? Oh, yes. Yes. Whenever I right? listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Satisfaction always increases. Yeah. But one totally. game I do play in trying to test it is when to buy gas. <laughs> Because oh, gas prices bounce around so much, so it's like, okay, the price is down from where it was. Is it going to go down further, or is today when I should buy gas? And mm-hmm. sometimes I can get a pretty clear, yes, you should, and then other times the the fear voice will come in and say, well, yeah, but last week it changed on this day. And so as soon as the debate starts, then I know it's not my intuition. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. I'm going to start that. Mm-mm. Today did we guess? Mm-mm. I don't know. <laughs> Usually I'm waiting till the last second to get gas, so I don't have that. <laughs> it's like you either get gas or you're sitting on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Oh, but um, <laughs> but yeah, so that would be that would be a different change for me. Mhm. Uh, Terry, have you found that as you have practiced listening to your intuition more and more? That, that there has been a satisfaction increase in your in your process. Yeah, I think I think definitely that if you're willing to to listen and then follow through and take action on on the intuition, then there is a great deal of satisfaction that comes from the process. In order for mm-hmm. and, and my my belief is that the more you pay attention to the intention. I mean, the intuition and pay attention to the small voice, I like to call it a still small voice. You pay attention to that, you listen for it, you trust it, you take action, then what's going to happen is that intuition is going to become more strong. You're going to be more capable of awareness and more willing to take action. And the intuition is going to become almost like a constant companion to assist you in making choices and decisions that are guided by trusting yourself, which to me is is being, you know, self-monitoring and, and being in charge of your process. And mm-hmm. so I, I think that it's really that satisfaction increases your motivation to listen and to listen to mm-hmm. that small voice, trust it, and then act upon it. Because I'll often yeah. listen to it and not trust it and not take the action, never then knowing the satisfaction of doing that. So to me, it's, it's, a, it's a way of increasing your capacity to listen, to hear, and to act upon that intuition that will bring the satisfaction mm-hmm. and, and continue honing that skill of, of really being in tune with that's that's still small voice, and to me, that's the spirit. You know, it's the the spirit working through me to, uh, you know, to serve others. So it's it's uh, to me, there's that the satisfaction is the motivation to continue the process of trusting your intuition. Mhm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I feel like when when uh, you start to listen to it, you start to become more aware of it, it's not going to be as hard to hear. Um, And you're going to be able to, as you act upon it, you're going to be able to trust it and know that difference between, like how Sylvia is saying, she knows that when she starts to hear 
the, you know, the back and forth, the unsurety, you know, the discussion between the voices, that that's voice of fear, not intuition. And so as you, as you listen to it more and you get more familiar, familiar with it, you'll be able to discern between intuition and voice of fear more easily, right? And then you'll be able to really be able to have, you know, more confidence in acting out on what it is that it's telling you to do. And I think that definitely will increase satisfaction in your life. For me, intuition big time has been recently discernment um, because I can tend to be um, what my sister calls gullible. (laughs) Um, And so I kind of take people at their word. You know, I, I trust people first until they teach me not to. Um, and then even still, I'll trust them, depending on who they are, um, <laughs> more than maybe I should. Um, so discernment has been a real big thing for me in the last uh, three years of really being able to, can I trust this person? Is this person being honest with me? And so as I've, as I've really leaned on my intuition in that area of my life, it has definitely supported me in being happier with um, you know, decisions I've made or um, how close or how far away I've I've allowed people to to be to me. So I find that 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 definitely has been really supportive. I think if there's an area in your life where you feel like, man, if I could just really just focus on this one area, I think that's a good place to start with intuition, you know, just really becoming more aware of those little prompts, those little, those little feelings. Like not, not everybody hears a voice. Some people, you know, have a feeling. Some people, you know, maybe get a stomach ache or, you know, um, you know, there's all different ways that people can feel it or experience it. Not everybody feels it in the same way um, or experiences it in the same way. And so kind of just being really aware of your body and what's going on with you and just figuring out how, how, is, it, how is it communicating with you. Um, I think is is a great first first step into into building that um, that bond or that trust with your intuition. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, Sylvia, is there Sylvia? Is there anything that um, anything else that you would like to share about about intuition? Since our listeners have have heard me this whole <laughs> this whole month on it. So is there something else that you would like to share? Well, since I haven't been listening to the program, so I'm not sure what you've covered, I think one of the biggest lessons for me as I studied, started studying fearless living was the realization that everyone has this intuitive voice. So it's not that some people have it and some people don't. It's that some people have made a practice of learning how to recognize it. And others of us have been trained very carefully never to pay attention to it. So even if you feel like you have no intuition and you just never have this gut feeling or you never know what you should do, you can practice. It, it, it is a skill that we can practice and we can regain. It's never permanently lost if it's something we would like to do. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's really important to know as well. 
Terry, is there anything else that you would like to share? I know you were you started talking about how you really started to uh, feel like um, what's the word you used last week um, about that test that you take and how you have this really high level of intuitiveness. Yeah, do, do you remember? Yeah, I did talk about uh, talk about that. Uh, the way that I gather information in order to process mm-hmm. and make decisions is that I gather my information intuitively, uh, not so much through my senses. So it's kind of like the sixth sense. I, I, I feel things and I sense things rather than I have to see them or hear them or touch them uh, in order to gather information. And so just being more aware of that over the last few, few years and then I read uh, a book. It was a fiction book, but it was all about a person who discovered their sensitivity to the feelings of others and about their ability to uh, sense what other people felt as well as to to rely more on their intuition. And it just kind of awakened in me this awareness that I have that uh, proclivity in my life to... Uh, to do that, but I haven't always trusted that because I was more, mm-hmm. living, uh, more living my will of fear than living my will of freedom. So just the synergy that has come from fearless living and becoming more aware of, uh, you know, my will of fear and my will of freedom also allowed me to free up that uh, sense of, of awareness to my capability of being intuitive and to trusting that intuition and moving forward in decision-making based upon that intuition, not being, you know, tethered to an outcome, but being open to possibilities. And so, again, you know, we've talked about these other steps to freedom. Uh, They all kind of come together. And so the intention of living, you know, from my intuition and trusting my intuition has helped me to see possibilities. It's helped me to uh, have you know, be able to face decisions with in an area of freedom of compassion and for myself and others and and see not be tied to an outcome. So I think that that's been a lot of help for me and that's been a process of several years of of noticing and being aware of and willing to explore that way of making decisions rather than having to have all the answers in black and white to be you know, but to be able to trust my intuition. Mhm. Yeah, I love that because that was something that I don't know if we had really had a lot of conversations about. And so yeah, I, that's something that I've become aware of as well is that um, I I take on other people's emotions and really, you know, becoming aware of that and just looking at because I just feel so much sometimes and I'm just like, what is going on? And it's because I'm taking on the energy of the room. And so being able to separate, um, you know, what is mine and what is someone else's and, you know, letting go of, of my attachment to um, this other energy uh, that's, that's, you know, coming, you know, that's in the room or coming at me instead of, instead of taking it on and owning it as if it, it's mine. I mean, I would have conversations with, um, you know, my friends that were, you know, having, you know, maybe a, a struggle with their, 
their husband or, or you know, I, I've had a couple friends I've supported through a divorce, and I'd get off the phone um, from supporting them, and for, for a good half hour I would be mad at Jay and and feeling like our relationship was going to end because I had taken on all of the energy from supporting this person and the situation they were going through. And it was then, I was then going, okay, I have this, this feeling, this emotion going on, but it wasn't mine. It was, it was theirs. Mm-hmm. And I had, you know, and it took me like a half an hour to detach from that, that emotion and, and be okay in my relationship. Um, and so when I, I got that awareness, you know, it was like, okay, you know, like kind of almost putting up a shield and not, not taking on their energy. Um, and, and so I can get off a phone call now and I still, you know, I still love my husband, you know, um, which is nice for him, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and it's, it's, it, you know, knowing that, right. Having that, um, having that, uh, you know, knowledge and that awareness, right, that you're intuitive and that you take on other people's energy or you, or you can feel other people's energy or you can sense it. You know, I, I think that that was just a huge um, kind of weight off my shoulders of, like, I'm not crazy um, because not all of this energy, not all of this stuff that's coming at me is mine. And uh, so, yeah, that was a huge, a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. It's still something that I, I have to remind myself of because I don't always know going into a situation that somebody else's energy is going gonna, is gonna, to um, attach to me, you know, beforehand. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool, though. I like that you shared that. Um, we have about seven minutes left. Um, and so before we get off the call tonight, I just want to remind our listeners that we do have a live workshop coming up. It is July 28th. We are doing Change Your Life. It's a one-day workshop in Tulare. So if you live uh, anywhere in California, come on over, even if you live farther away. Come on over. There's fun things to do. Um, once you're done with the workshop in California, we'll we'll hook you up with some fun other things you can do. Um, but yeah, it's a great workshop. I really love it. We talk about pa- a passion and purpose, and we talk about trusting your heart. And uh, and so, uh, really, really, really good things. And you get uh, all of this great information compacted into eight hours, and you leave with a really solid plan of how you can move forward living more um, in intuition, living more in freedom, and moving towards the life that you want to live. So I want to make sure that all of our listeners are aware of that. That is July 28th is our next live workshop. And then we are doing Pathways to Change, um, on which is what we're talking about, right? So we, we, mm-hmm. we take a whole year of our show and we – compacted into a two-day live workshop, and that is now that I'm, oh, September 14th and 15th. I was like, now I'm telling you, and I forgot the date. September 14th and 15th, and then our last workshop of the year is going to be Fearless Loving, which is 
a two-day workshop as well. It's going to be amazing, and um, I'm super, super excited for it. Sylvia and I are doing a book group on Fearless Loving right now, which is just giving me even more excited about it. And that is going to be November 2nd and 3rd. So we want to get those dates out. So if you want to be able to come over to California, um, because I know a lot of our listeners are East Coast listeners, um, we actually have listeners all over the world, which is really cool. Um, yeah. And so if you want to come over and do some of those live workshops with us, we want to give you plenty of time to prepare for that. So super excited for those coming up. So is there a website where they can go to get specific detail? Yes. You can go to our website at fearlessgenerations.org. We also have Facebook events already up on Facebook, which you can reach um, from our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Generations, And then you just go to our events, and they are there as well. Thank you, Sylvia. Cool. <laughs> and Sylvia, you have, you have a book group coming up. Why don't you tell our listeners about your book group coming up and how they can get involved in that if they um, want to? I'd like to, Sure. Uh, another coach and I, uh, named Radina Murdoch, she's in Tennessee, and I are going to be doing a book group, working our way through Rhonda Britton's book, Fearless Living, again, and that will be on Tuesday evenings at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, and that will start on July 10th and run all the way through the last Tuesday in August, which I believe is the 25th. And this is a phone-in group, so you can join from wherever you are. You don't have to park. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't even have to get dressed. You can just call in from the comfort of your home, and we're going to work our way through Fearless Living. And you can get details on that at my website, which is just sylviamacintosh.com. So S-Y-L-V-I-A-M-C-I-N-T-O-S-H.com. I also have a... Facebook page, which is Make Your Life Your Own, and it's an event there. So we have that coming up. and So that's, that's a 12-week course. Mm-hmm. Yes, exciting stuff. But yeah, we all have book groups going on right now, but they've all already started. So that one you can still get in on. So please mm-hmm. jump in on that if, that if a book group interests you um, because – uh, Terry's group already started, and uh, mine and Sylvia's group already started. So, if we if we do any ones later this year, we'll also let you know. But Sylvia is awesome with the book groups, and so uh, please jump in on that if you are interested in doing a book group. Okay, so we just have a couple minutes left. Is there any last thing that you guys want to talk to about intuition? I just wanted to dovetail on Terry's comment about intuition really is more about the journey than the result. So kind of like mm-hmm. for me, I know one, one way I know this is not my intuition, it's definitely fear. It's when it becomes a debate and I'm weighing options, that's not intuition because it's also very focused on the result. So intuition is really very much journey-based. It's, it's a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Terry? No, I just I think that that is probably one of the most 
pivotal learnings of fairness living and in living in freedom is to invest in what you're doing and detach from outcomes. And I think that that is uh, takes time. It takes trusting, and it takes being process oriented rather than outcome oriented. And I think the more we can do that the more our journey becomes one of excitement and opportunity because it just leaves us open and it gives us the, the motivation to live each moment uh, to, the, to the maximum uh, of our capacity, you know, to be, be uh, present and focused on the moment and, you know, our, our intention of, of living a life of compassion, a life of trusting, a life of beauty, whatever our essential nature is, it helps us then to be focused on that rather than some outcome that we have no control over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you, thank you again, Sylvia, for staying up late and coming on the show with us again. You always share amazing things and expand my view and help me to look at things um, with a more open eye. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing with us and our listeners. And we'll Thank see you, so you much. Thursday. It's always an honor to be here. Yes. See you Thursday. Yeah. Yes, you we Thursday. get to see each other soon. <laughs> we're super excited. Right. We love our coaching community and so we're really excited for the retreat coming up. And if you want to know more about Fearless Living or Rhonda Britton, please check out fearlessliving.org, and you can get all that information there. And until next week, listen us. Be fearless. We love you. Have Be a great fearless. week. Good night. Good night.